New Right Network presents Patriot Housewives, where real American moms tackle life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, one casserole, um, I mean, day at a time. I'm Rose. And I'm Rebecca. And this is Patriot Housewives, where real MAGA moms bring you on their journey of life, politics, and family. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our store at www.newrightnetwork. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Patriot Housewives, um, brought to you by myself. I'm Rose, and I'm here with Rebecca. Good morning. Uh, we promised we'd be back this week to cover um, Trump's rally in Sarasota, his 4th of July rally. I uh, just want to let you guys know that next week we won't be here, but we should be back the following week. Um, we've, Like I said, like we've set, told you guys, our summer schedule is a little hectic. Um, you know, moms don't get to to have set in stone schedules. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. It doesn't it seems like it doesn't matter how old your kids get. You just never know when they're going to need something. Exactly. And that's okay. We're glad for it that. is. It is. We like to be I, needed. <laughs> I, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Nope. Um, but uh, we are we are going to try and give you some some information about what ha- uh, happened at the Trump rally. But I want to first point out how odd it is. And you guys, if you can find something, let me know. But I've searched and searched. I've you know been on Google, which I never trust Google results. Doug, 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 go all the different browsers to see if I get different results. But the lack of coverage of these rallies from right the right is what's concerning to me mm-hmm. I, I can't find weird. anything yeah it's so weird it's bizarre I don't know and like to be honest with you and here comes the conspiracy theorist in me but uh I don't know if there's re- if they're really not covering it or if it's just a super coordinated effort to not show up in search results right it's just getting buried maybe that's yeah it. because you can find you can find information about it but it's all you know cnn politico actually you know what i don't even think i saw anything from cnn um well if you did it'd be like trump you know it would be ugly (laughs) it'd be very ugly not anything positive yeah yeah you know most interestingly it seems like a lot of the the headlines all focused on the fact that Ron DeSantis didn't come to this rally yeah i saw that like what the heck (laughs) like it's a big deal that DeSantis didn't show up when there is he's literally dealing with a tragedy right. down in uh the surfside collapse in mm-hmm. that that building down there mm-hmm. um you know our state's gearing up to get ready for a tropical storm or hurricane or whatever it ends up being there's a lot of stuff going on and he chose not to come and that was fine it was from what i read it was you know a mutual decision that it would bet it was better he'd be better served somewhere else right but it's telling that that Trump gave a 90 minute speech. Man, that man can talk. Yeah, he can. (laughs) (laughs) A 90 minute speech. And the things that they pick out the most or want to talk about is DeSantis being gone and the comment, a comment that Donald Trump made about the New York coming after his organization for a a tax crime, which wasn't even targeted at Trump directly. Um, And, you know, it's another political. hack job (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know they just want to they want to try to do anything they can to discredit him Mm -hmm. but like Rebecca and I were talking um it's you know what it might be okay that that no one's covering it really because 
the left is going to be blindsided <laughs> when <laughs> when Trump and DeSantis come out of the woodwork and do whatever it is they're going to do because you can bet you, you can bet any amount of money I would bet any amount of money right now that it, we are going to hear an announcement from one or both of them in the coming year about something mm -hmm. I don't know what it is it's going to be either running for Congress or the White House I I think the White House mm -hmm. um although I read a comment about I think from Matt Gates saying that he wanted to make Trump speaker of the house oh wow <laughs> so I don't know where that's coming from because he'd have to be you know uh in the house of representatives first but right so who knows but something is coming and they're not going to be prepared for it because the media wants to bury it right you know? but then and they had a go ahead i was like then they had a transcript of of biden talking about going door to door for vaccinations oh good lord that's that covered guy. yeah not this guy well <laughs> i saw it the other day in my local rag which is liberal, of course, um, they had an article about what kind of ice cream Joe Biden had when he visited Mount Michigan or somewhere the other day and how he had two scoops and who was with him and who paid for it. And like, hold on, is, is hold this on. news? Wait, a, hold the phone. Are you telling me that Joe Biden had two scoops of ice cream? He did. He did. And it was like some kind of cherry. I mean, it's so exciting. It's such big news. But and when Trump had two scoops of ice cream, it was like bad press day for him yeah, because he yeah. had two scoops and his the rest of the people did it. Yeah, it was like, look at this obese man eating ice cream. It's just terrible. Well, oh, my okay. gosh. Oh, it was terrible. But, you know, now, if it were a simpler time and the kind of ice cream someone chose was news, that I mean, I, I wish it was that kind of time, but it's not. And it just compared to how the media treated Trump, it's just so different. And that's what irritates me. Not so much the story, but the, the difference in how they treat different people. I know. And like, we've got all this stuff happening. We've got audits going on. We've got Trump gearing up to, you know, for the political season, the rallying. And the news would rather cover Joe Biden's ice cream flavors. When the man hasn't done anything, you know, at this, this point in time in, in Donald Trump's presidency he had already done so much mm -hmm. and there was so much to talk about that's like we talked about this last week there's a key difference you we you always saw trump supporters out there this is so awesome this is what he's done mm -hmm. you know like stand, got his back fighting back but where the, where's biden's 80 million uh, supporters rallying for him where where yeah. are they they're not on even, social media i haven't even seen 80 people supporting him no <laughs> zero no i haven't seen eight people <laughs> right well maybe they're still stuck in those circles that they got put in during the election maybe that's it <laughs> there's this sort of like 12th circle of hell or something yeah Which, um, that's kind of where we are but you know yeah they absolutely <sighs> um but i don't know they, they just like it's like they don't exist mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just it's so weird so very weird but we still see uh it's funny that the election is over <laughs> if you can call it an election mm -hmm. um and we've got a new president in office but what people are talking about more than anything is still president trump and it I'm is not, amazing but they they're not they're intentionally not covering the rallies again you know like because they don't like that they don't like they don't like to sh to show the support he still has i read mm -hmm. that there was twenty thousand people inside of the the rally in sarasota and it was storming and it was a holiday weekend and twenty thousand people showed up 
to watch him talk. And then there was a ridiculous amount of people watching the live stream, mm-hmm. um, which YouTube, by the way, took down. Yep. Um, but you can find it on Rumble. But yeah, I just, it's crazy to me. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like he's still in their head so much and he's still that much of a threat to, to the establishment, to the media that they can't stop covering him even though he's not in office anymore. It's just crazy. Like they cannot leave him alone. Nope. Well, they he lives rent-free inside their heads. <laughs> he does. He does. And you know, yeah, he's out there, but for the last few months, he's basically kept a low profile. Um, it's just, you know, in the last couple of weeks that he started his rallies again, he's kept a pretty low profile since January, but yet yeah. they can't stop talking about him. Cannot stop talking about him. Well, I, I think that the uh, silent Trump is a dangerous Trump and not a dangerous <laughs> Trump in a, in a way that's, that, that, that sounds, but a dangerous right. Trump to, to the political people who think that mm-hmm. they are, they have the power right now, yep. um, you know, for him to, to keep to himself and strategize and figure out his next move. Um, it's going to be very interesting times ahead. Yep. They should be scared. I think <laughs> they should, they should, um, but I, I like that he came out, you know, on J- July 4th weekend and, you know, last year, July 4th was such a mess because of COVID and uh, this year was different and, you know, kicked off the weekend with a nice rally down here in the beautiful state of Florida. <laughs> Yay, Florida. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, there is no transcript for um, this speech, this 90 minute speech. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to see it, like I said, head over to Rumble, look for the Right Size News Broad, RSBN, Right Side News Broadcasting Network. Um, They are absolutely wonderful with their live coverage of just about anything to do with Trump. They travel all over the nation to cover him, um, and it should be there for you guys to watch. Um, You know, there's some highlights you can find online. Uh, It's just not a lot. It's just crazy. Mm -mm. It's completely crazy. (laughs) Yep. So frustrating. There's a couple of quotes here from um, Red State where they they kind of covered um, in some some tweets with some videos and, and pulled out some of of his quotes. He, uh, for example, um, it looks like Trump was talking about July 4th. He said the mission for all of us here tonight is to preserve the legacy of July 4th, 1776 and to defend our liberty from the radical left movement that seeks to cancel the state, demolish our heritage and destroy our beloved nation. In just five months, the Biden administration has la- launched an all out assault on everything we cherish and we value under Joe Biden and the left, which is interesting. I mean, which is wonderful to say, you know, at least he acknowledges, you know, our country. I feel like the mm-hmm. left is trying to cancel July 4th. Right, right. <laughs> like, you know, there was, I, I remember over the few, last few years, there's been an attack on our, our national anthem, you know, the founding fathers, Declaration mm-hmm. of Independence, mm-hmm. Constitution. I mean, they just, anything to do with America and our roots, they, they hate it. They hate it. And I don't understand it. You know what? If you hate it, I'll be glad to show you the door. I mean, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Go exactly. <laughs> yeah, the the borders simple. are open for you to leave. Lord no. knows they are. So why don't you just see your way out? <laughs> you know, I find it ironic that all these people, they're like that threatened to leave if, if Donald Trump got elected president. They're still here. They're still here yeah. and they're still complaining about him. They are. They're complaining about him and our country and they hate it so much. Yet here they stay in here the land are. of the free, mm-hmm. you know, because it can't be that bad. <laughs> no, funny how that works, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. 
um, you know, it looks like Trump also talked a little bit about critical race theory um, at the, the rally the other night. Let's see. It just says that Biden administration has new rules pushing hateful Mar Marxist critical race theory into our children's schools and military. But didn't we have a, a teacher union that has approved it as well? Yes, I saw this on Twitter the other day. Um, the NEA has approved a plan to teach critical race theory in every school system in the country. So I don't know where it goes from there, but what I would say is contact your school board, contact your superintendent, tell them you're not okay with that. Where does, but weren't there already, didn't, I think pretty sure that DeSantis has banned critical race theory down in Florida. And I believe Texas maybe also did. Um, so, you know, contact your governor, ask him yeah. or her to ban it. So does the, the governor's, do you, I don't actually, I'm honestly asking this, because I don't know if the, so like DeSantis banned it here, does that overrule the NEA? I would think so. Um, I would think so too. Not, I mean, like, I would think so. Cause it's a deal breaker for me because if that oh, yeah. is going to be taught in, in public schools, then even though I don't have the time or the patience for it, <laughs> my kids will be homeschooled. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. That's exactly. And I was talking to some friends about it and we were all like, that is it. That is the last straw. If this happens in our state, we're out. And I, I have zero desire to homeschool. I'm not patient enough. I'm, I just have never cared to do it, but I will do it if I need to. Yep. I mean, I don't, I've never been the mom that has the, the patience to do the whole homeschooling thing. When we had to do, you know, on, online school for a little bit because of COVID, I was losing my mind. Me too. And I was like, that, okay, go do your little lesson. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good. And that wasn't even me teaching them. That was just like, can you guys please do the work that you're supposed to do? You right. know, I'm like, how do teachers do this every day? I don't understand. I know I could not do it. Shout out to teachers. Woo. But also, yes. I mean, think about teachers and I, a lot of teachers I know are very conservative. Shout out to them. What do they do when things like this happen in their schools? Like, and they are supposed to teach it. What do they do? They need their job. What are they supposed to do? I don't know. They have to teach something they completely disagree with. It's, I don't know why it's should something like this shouldn't ever be taught in schools because it's creating division it's creating racism mm -hmm. in itself right. within itself right uh, well thank thank god that florida's got desantis to to uh stop that yeah you know um because i i just i hope that it holds and my kids don't have to be subjected to it but that doesn't do anything for the rest of the country you right. know and of right. course, the it, it's coming from the top because the White House, the current White House approves it. Mm -hmm. So um, it's going to be required to be handled on a local or state by state level. You're not going to be able to depend on the White House. So be aware, you know, mm -hmm. do your research, find out what your kids are learning at school. Yep. And when you're but, not happy with it, you need to make something happen. Exactly. School boards, school superintendents, yes. all of that, you mayors, governors contact every single one of them, state legislators, senators, everybody, wear them out. It's just, it's just what we, like we were talking about last week, how local elections are so important. Mm -hmm. Like it is absolutely critical <laughs> that, <laughs> that you look and find out who these people are. These are the people making the decisions in your, your children's schools and the education that happens at that level is so important for future generations. Mm -hmm. You know, I was mm -hmm. talking to, um, 
my cousin the other day about the the generation that's in the right like the the 17 to 20 year old age group right now Mm -hmm. and not all of them not all of them but a lot of them just are they don't think for themselves they have been successfully brainwashed I I feel like Mm -hmm. and they just take what is told to them and just go and do you know they they take no time whatsoever to do any kind of research or find things out for themselves you know it's insane and we Mm -hmm. were talking because there there's some people in that age group that um feel like they have to get the the COVID vaccination or they're gonna die Mm -hmm. and I'm like listen I'm like not only are you in an age group that COVID is unless you're immune compromise is not going to affect you in a bad way. Mm -hmm. The risk of the vaccination is worse for you than the risk of getting COVID because of, I mean, the Pfizer vaccination, it's called a a 16 year old had a heart attack and died. Right. Right. You know, like you've even seen that reported in the mainstream media. I mean, that's how bad it is. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's what we've talked about on, on this show is that this is not an FDA approved vaccination. This is not a vaccination that has been through years of research and clinical trials. And, you know, it's not been around long enough to even know what the long-term effects are, much Mm -hmm. less the short-term effects. Mm -hmm. So it just, it just drives me crazy because it just seems like, and that's, that's, uh, a generation of rising leaders and future CEOs right. and people that are going to run for office eventually. And that's a scary generation, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. they're not listening. They don't, they no. think they know everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not unique to them. That's every teenager, but that is true. But, but they, I think they've been brainwashed, you know, they and they don't, they don't realize it. Like they're not discriminating news consumers at all. And even, I mean, I see this in my own child in that age category. Sometimes I'm like, honey, like you need to, to think about what you're hearing and where you're hearing it from because they're just they don't know how to how to approach it in that way right Right. you know I'm trying to to do my best you know we're talking about being moms we've got kids and I'm trying to do my best with my younger ones to and by younger I mean like they're 12 and 14 almost 15 Mm -hmm. um I don't want to be the mom that says this is how you think I'd never ever do have ever done that I've never said you're right or you're wrong or whatever we make we have discussions Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to encourage them to think outside the box to look up things on their own to not just take things at face value and I mean I've got I've got you know extended family members in that age group who like for example it's funny um I got a message last night on Snapchat <laughs> and the que- that was a question. I, I seem to be the, the authority on all Trump things when it comes to most of my family. They ask me if things are true or not. And um, she's 15 years old and she messaged me and she's like, hey, Ro- you know, hey, Rosie, because she calls me Rosie. She's like, is, uh, is it true that, that Trump's going to be back in office soon? And I was like, where did you hear that? And she sent me a TikTok. <laughs> oh, and I was, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, look, I was like, as, as great as that would be, I was like, even if the, the audits do prove the, the fraud that we know that exists, I was like, what we're going to have is a constitutional crisis. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like, you know, okay, there's fraud. And then we, we kick Joe Biden out of the white house and Trump moves back in. I don't know how that would work. Right. Um, either. But, and we can talk, I actually want to talk about that in a second, but, um, the thing is, is that, uh, I've talked to her and spoken to her life for so, so many years that she's reaching out, not just taking things at face value. And that's either way. That's whether it's something left-leaning or right-leaning, because that's, Mm -hmm. that's more of a right-leaning thing. But um, I just hope that we are this, the generation that's raising that age group 
is instilling into their kids to do your own research. Think for yourself. Don't be a sheep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's all I want. Yeah. If you come to a different conclusion than me, that's fine. But tell me, tell me why you think it. Tell me, you know, back up your ideas with, with facts and research. Don't just, don't just be a sheep. Like you said. Yeah. You know, I had this conversation with my, with my son the other day, we were at the grocery store and we were walking around and he was like, talking about how what him and his friends talked about and he's like you know he's like I just stay away from politics and I was like why and he's like I just don't want to get into it he's like I don't know that much about it so when people ask me about politics I'm like I'm just not in it I was like okay um and and then he was like he was like Trump Biden whatever and I was like oh I said that's fine that's your opinion and then I asked him I said but if you had to choose who would it be he goes well Trump obviously (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I thought that was funny like you know he's he's going through that whole phase like yeah politics aren't important to me I'm only 14 I don't need to think about it you know and I told him I was like well I was like it is important it's something you should be aware of and yeah you can't vote right now but you know do, do your own research and be open-minded and he was like right. okay yep. so we'll see we just I think as parents we just need to remember that we are raising fu- the future leaders we are raising right the the people who are going to go on to vote uh, right. for the future leaders which is just as important if not more important um than whoever decides to run right so but um Definitely. circling back um like our new press secretary <laughs> um <laughs> to to uh what would happen now i i see that they are full steam ahead with the arizona audit um and then i heard that they're gonna they're trying to get one going in pennsylvania as well mm-hmm. i've heard that georgia has done some some extra things um seems like the dominoes are kind of starting to fall but i don't know where it's going to go but i was talking to someone the other day about what happens but but honestly i don't know what happens what i don't if, know i don't know i mean because it's after the fact i mean we're right seven months or six months into uh a new term mm-hmm. and from what I've looked up, because I've tried to, to figure it out, um, there's nothing in the Constitution that says what to do if an election is deemed fraudulent after the fact. Right, right. And I don't know. I mean, what we need is we need a, a constitutional scholar to, to come in and tell us the facts yeah. here, because I don't know. Because the thing is, you know, the, the electors confirmed the results of the election as they were presented. So... I don't know. I mean, I, my assumption is there's nothing that it's not just like, we can't just undo it, but I don't, I don't know if there's some sort of clause somewhere that, that provides for something like this. I mean, it seems unprecedented, but I also feel like the left uses this to their advantage. You know, they're like, well, there's nothing you can do now. Ha we win. Right. Exactly. Because I mean, from what I understand, according to the constitution, once the results are finalized in the, you know, voted on or whatever by the house and the the um the senate there's nothing that says what to do next there's no law there's no constitutional provision Mm -hmm. and so it it seems like that the most logical place for it to go if that did ever happen um which i don't know if it'll be allowed to get that far we'll see but if it did ever happen would be the supreme court but the supreme court wouldn't touch any of these election things when it was when it still was was actually relevant (laughs) right when when there was still the constitution you know dictated what to Mm do um they wouldn't touch it Mm -hmm. so which is crazy to me because we have a conservative leaning supreme court Mm -hmm. um and they they wouldn't touch it so i don't even know if there would be 
a means to an end, we would just have to live with, hey, well, this is the results. You know, you're not really president and you didn't really get elected, but there's nothing we can do about it. So, you know, enjoy squatting in the White House. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. honestly, I don't even, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We need someone to, to tell us. Someone who we really do. In we an unbiased need. way. We just need an <laughs> unbiased answer. What would really happen? So if y'all know, please tell us. <laughs> yes. If you have any, any, you know, constitution experts out there or um, a constitutional scholar that would like to come on and, and discuss with us options of what would happen in that situation. It may not even be this situation, but I feel like given what has happened uh, in the 2020 election and all of the questions and the doubt and everything that there should if there's not there should be something put into place in the event that an election ever needs to be overturned after the fact mm -hmm. because i believe it's probably happened in other countries and throughout history where you know a, a leader is deemed fraudulent afterwards mm -hmm. or they find fraud or whatever but in the united states we have no precedent for it right so we're still a baby nation <laughs> <laughs> We are. In terms of nations, we're a baby. We we're are. We're infants. <laughs> <laughs> we're the we're the baby sibling of the world. Yeah. You know. Yep. Which makes all the more amazing that we're the best. But let's right. Stay, let's stay that way. You know. Let's not continue down this path. And let's get get this ship straight. <laughs> we certainly need to straighten it out. Yeah. What? Definitely. I don't know where, where we're going to go, but we'll keep an eye on that. We'll see what happens with, with these audits and what news that it turns out and where we go from here. I don't know. Um, have you heard of if Trump, let's see if there's a Trump rally schedule. And I don't search Google for anything. I would not suggest using Google for anything. Um, this doesn't show up the same results. I don't know. There's no events listed on this website all right well we'll figure out when the next time he's speaking is and um we'll let you guys know and we'll try to keep it up with keep up with it i guess we're gonna have to just watch things live um no matter what our schedule is yeah. <laughs> in order drop everything in, <laughs> yeah in order to get it because otherwise these people people aren't just aren't covering it so mm -hmm. yep. i don't know what else to do so <laughs> oh, it's rough it's rough it yep. is rough and you know, um, at least he used to have Twitter and stuff. We know we. I know we I missed that. I know it's terrible. See, it's crazy because we used to know everything. We knew where he was going to be, what he was, what was on his mind, what he was talking about, what his next move was going to be because he told us. And now they've shut him yeah. down so thoroughly everywhere. It's like, how do I even get information? Which is so insane. Yeah, now it's just crickets, and I don't like that. I don't like crickets. I don't like I don't, crickets. I don't like crickets either. <laughs> oh, we miss them. Yes, we miss him a lot. I'm glad that he's back out, though. And yeah. um, the next time that he comes to Florida anywhere that is within, you know, I can drive that's not 600 miles away, um, <laughs> <laughs> then I will I will go. I could not make it this weekend. Uh, it was just a, a crazy weekend with the holiday and family and all the plans that we had. So um, I did, however, get sunburned at the beach. So Oh, no. <laughs> even though i i applied sunscreen a million times yeah um my face still got burnt so yeah. uh it was fun but i didn't get to go to the rally i now now while i was out at the beach it was cool because there was so many like people because we went on sunday on july 4th 
and there were so many boats that were by with these big huge flags and um like banners up in the sky so you could see and it was like you know happy independence day and save america and um and i saw one that said it said don't don't vote lockdown party and then it was at community patriots which is kind of cool because i discovered there's an entire community in tampa that is a patriot community trying to get the word out and like don't vote for democrats and some grassroots organizations so that was pretty cool, cool. Um, to see and there was people out at the beach that had you know fine big old american flags and everybody was in their stars and stripes bathing suits and um you know i, I heard uh god bless the usa played from several different people around that was around me so it was really nice seeing that people were out they were at the beach they were celebrating and they were being patriotic you know mm -hmm. yeah definitely. so it was better than uh better than last year to say the least and i was there i was at the same beach last year <laughs> that i went <laughs> this year for fourth of july and it was um it was definitely a sight to see because last year it was a little bit there wasn't very many people there <laughs> yeah for sure so i looked in um to check in on our our article that we've been following with joe biden's lies but it has not been updated since june 23rd um well i know he's lied yeah <laughs> i don't know if they're just behind on updating it or whatever um but he doesn't get out and speak very much so hi because <laughs> his handlers say no <laughs> His handlers won't let him won't let him talk because every time he talks, it's a disaster. Yeah, it's true. Like I would, if I was his party, I would be embarrassed, honestly. Yeah, and I wonder if that's part of it. Like that's why we're not hearing much about him because people are embarrassed. You know, they they don't know what to do with him. Right. I, so. I mean, I'm sure that that's got to be part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I like I was just talking to family. Actually, we were talking about it at the beach the other day about how he can't put together a sentence you know mm -hmm. like it's pain it's painful to hear him talk and i just yeah. can't watch him because i feel equally mortified and kind of sorry for the guy even yeah. though i don't like him yeah like, i do too yeah because i think of him as like i mean obviously i'm not a fan but i mean i i think of him like well what if that was my dad or my grandpa or whatever and they're just parading exactly. him around out there it's like because i don't even know how aware he is of what he's doing and i, I kind of feel bad for him like why did his family allow that but i know it's really sad you know i've got i've got family members right now that are battling with potential um you know signs of dementia and mm -hmm. um my great grandpa had alzheimer's and I, there's dementia on my dad's side of the family and um, my grandma on his side's got got dementia as well and it's it's serious yeah it is know? very serious yeah and it's sad it, it is yep. a debilitating disease mm -hmm. and i'm not a doctor and i haven't examined <laughs> joe biden but from what we see in in the limited time that he's allowed to speak mm -hmm. it looks like signs of dementia Definitely. um yeah and and that's really sad if that's the case and i'm not mm -hmm. saying that it is but it's sad if that's the case because i've watched what it, what it does to people you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's not anything that if it was my family member there's no way in in hell i would allow them to be paraded around in front of cameras and scrutinized and talked about you know because mm -hmm. it, it happened it happens i mean we don't like yeah. we don't i didn't like joe biden before he showed, showed these debilitating uh you know cognitive declines right. uh right. signs um so my dislike for him has nothing to do with the fact that he can't 
put together a coherent sentence. Right. But my concern does. Um, It's just not right. (laughs) It's just. Yeah. And I think, you know, whether or not we like him, whether or not we agree with him on anything, every it's in our best interest as a country to have a leader who is sharp mentally and knows what they're doing, whether or not we agree with anything they do, at least that we can go, well, at least, you know, they know what they're doing and have a handle on the situation. And, you know, if we could just disagree with him on policy, that would be great, but that's not it. We're concerned about his actual cognitive well-being. And, you know, the thing is, if he is deteriorating, which it, it does appear that he is, he should be able to just be home with his family and, you know, sniffing his grandkids and whatever (laughs) (laughs) without having a job of any type. You know, he's 78 years old. Let the man retire and do his thing. Now, having said that, I don't want Kamala in there, you know, and that's the, that's the rub there is you, you don't want to get rid of him and end up with her, but you know, he just never should have been there in the first place, but he was just there because he was the one who could potentially challenge Trump. You know, that's the only reason well, you know what's what's ironic to me is that the left absolutely hates old white men and <laughs> they can't they think that they're the most evil people on the face of the planet mm-hmm. and yet they're front runner and the only person that they felt could challenge an old white man was an, an old, old white, white man. man. <laughs> so I'm like older. I'm like, um, isn't this like aren't you don't you guys hate old white men? What are you doing? You know, like I don't exactly. I don't get it. Exactly. So, and it's ironic. Know, I, I don't want to, to this to sound bad at all, but they had they had to counteract the old white men with their their token minority. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say minority because they tried to held hell her as uh, African-American um, when just in recent history, she was, you know, praised Jamaican. as the first the first uh, or she was praised as the first uh, Indian woman yeah. in Congress. And now yeah. all of a sudden she's the first um african-american i don't know how you can be african and, and jamaican at the same time but whatever yeah um, well, and she was chosen completely for her demographics and that's what he yep. i mean he flat out said i'm picking a woman of color for my running mate so there's just no way around it when he flat out said it. maybe he wasn't supposed to say that out loud <laughs> i i would say probably not <laughs> but he said it so once it's out there you can't take it back <laughs> that's one of the one of the reasons why that why they keep them under lock and key yep. you know <laughs> Um, but for real, like if he, if he has cognitive decline, not only is it sad and absolutely horrible that they're, uh, parading him around like, like they do, but it's also scary for our nation because Mm -hmm. they tried for so long to say that, that president Trump wasn't physically or healthy enough to be present president, but man, that man has the, one of the sharpest minds that I've Mm -hmm. ever seen, you Mm -hmm. know, especially for his age. I mean, you take his age into consideration. He's got to be a freaking genius. Yeah. And his energy level. Yes. He is a full package, you know, he, he really was, he really was, but the left was determined to find something to say he wasn't, you know, because he ate fried chicken, like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, good for him. Enjoy that fried chicken, you know, Uh, enjoy your two scoops of ice cream. (laughs) whatever what does it matter but they are blissfully just quiet about Mm -hmm. what could be going on with joe biden you know they didn't like to cover what was you know hillary clinton either whatever she was having some very obvious medical looking Mm -hmm. issues when she was running in 2016 yep and speaking of of hillary clinton i see what you have here (laughs) for the (laughs) For the dumbest news of the week, and I feel like that's a 
great segue to talk about that. Yeah. So I saw on, it sounds like I see everything on Twitter, but I guess I kind of do. (laughs) Um, That Hillary Clinton thinks she has a shot at the White House in 2024. And of all the dumbest news of the week, or you can't make this stuff up, this one has got to be the best one. (laughs) Like, because why? In the world, would she ever think she had a shot at the White House? I mean, come on. I guess maybe because, uh, you know, this was Biden's third time running anyone and they're thinking she's thinking third time's the charm for her. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she's lost twice. Maybe this will be her time or maybe they've finally gotten their cheating down to a science. So she figures they'll, they'll cheat well enough for her this time. I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, and it's kind of, it's kind of funny too, because it's like, well, Hillary, where is Joe Biden going to be? It's like, they're acknowledging, yeah, he's not going to be running. So, right. I mean, I mean, it makes sense to us, but it's like, it's just funny that they're kind of, it seems like they're acknowledging it. Like, why would she run against him? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, it, uh, you're not going to go, you're not going to have a two-term Biden. I mean, heck, by that time, he's what, 78. So he'd be 82. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. In 2024, which is just, yeah. and if his, if his uh, condition continues to decline, I don't even know what he's, what's going to happen in 80. Yeah. This will be like weekend at Bernie's um, <laughs> for, for 2024 run. Once again, I'm asking you. <laughs> to run for president (laughs) he wouldn't even know he wouldn't even know what a president was yeah you know by the time that we get there and I'm I'm laughing and and about it but again I I do feel sorry for the guy it is serious but Hillary Clinton running that is like that's hilarious you know what sister I'd like to I would like to see her run and be nominated and run against Trump and DeSantis I would love it that would be so cool the 2016 presidential debates were some of the oh, best primetime TV, TV ever. I have ever watched in my life. I yes. swear. Yes. Oh my gosh. I missed that. You know, the, then this year, of course, they had COVID as a cover to, to, to have Joe Biden debating as little as possible. Yeah. So, um, which that just wasn't even a fair match. It doesn't no. matter. It would have no. been not a fair match at least Mm -hmm. at least when he was debating Hillary she's got you know she's cognitively aware enough that she could um you know hold her own as bad as she did yeah she's a a smart lady I mean I don't like her and you know whatever but she is she's intelligent for sure she she is and she's uh you know aligned herself politically and and accomplished a bunch of political goals that she wanted um that the problem with her is not that she's not uh a smart competent woman the problem with her is that she's evil. <laughs> yeah. And everybody hates her. I mean, she's she so unlikable. Oh my word. She is uh, the the only woman I think in in politics right now that that uh is less liked than Hillary Clinton would be Kamala Harris and Nancy yep. Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> the two of them. Woo. Woo. Oh my word. They're rough. They are, they are rough. rough. Yep. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, 2024 is going to be interesting. I think no matter, no matter what happens, uh, or who runs or, or whatever, it's going to be a very interesting election year. Um, after what happened in 2020, I just don't even know, you know, I just want it to be fair and legitimate, you know, yes, whatever the outcome, I just want it to be fair. Well, I can tell you, I, it's not going to, it's what happens in 2024 is hinging on what happens next year. Right. Uh, if we if we cannot if we lose the Senate or don't gain control back of the House, I don't even know. There's not uh, going to be a fair fight in 2024. It doesn't right. matter who runs. Right. Um. You know, we've got to organize. That's why I'm, I think that's one of the reasons I'm so concerned at the lack of coverage by the right. 
on uh, on um, Trump's rallies because he's gearing up to support the midterm elections mm-hmm. to um, make sure that we get people in office that are not there for a nefarious agenda, you mm-hmm. know, and they're not covering them. Like now is the time to be paying attention. Now is the time to start getting things done. You can't wait until midterm elections are, are happening that's too late right, right. and <laughs> you know? he knows that you know and we, yeah. need to, we need to follow his lead exactly you know? it may be it may be a year or more than a year away but we need to be starting now we need to be making sure that we're we're seeing how things are going at the local level that there are things put in place peti- we need to petition do whatever we need to do to make sure that elections that are held are are held fair and that there are um you know the cheating is is nipped in the bud because if we don't do anything now, it's going to be too late again. Right. You know, right. Waiting until the election happens is too late. We we just went through this. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> We've got to learn our lesson. Yeah. It, history repeats itself. I mean, and that's mm-hmm. true. So mm-hmm. um, I encourage everyone to please pay attention. Find out what's going on. Get ready. Look who's running locally in your, we keep harping on this, but it's so important. It's so important. <laughs> look who's running locally. Look, look what you can do. If there's any, uh, you know, organizations you can get involved with, like the Community Patriots I mentioned in Tampa, um, you know, look around in your local community. There are, are groups of people that are out there doing stuff right now. Go get involved. Right. You know, um, do what, do your part and do it now. That is right. the thing that, that I will say that the left has us beat on in it seems like every single year or that mm-hmm. we have elections, they are, they can organize, they can call right. together their party, even things that their whole party doesn't agree on mm-hmm. and just, just unite to, for the simple fact to just unite. Right. <laughs> and they, they come to them, they may go back at each other, biting each other's heads off afterwards, but they get it done. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. we're, we're not good at that. We need to get good at that. We need to mm-hmm. come together and, and be together as, as together as we were when Trump was president, we need to be even more so now. Right. So definitely, um, we'll see what happens, but pay attention now, not later. Yep. Yep. You cannot fall asleep. No. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to take over that word. Woke. Yep. I want to take that back. Kind of like taking back the rainbow. You know, I want to yes. take back that word. <laughs> We're going to take back all the things that got, you know, uh, just turned into something that it was, shouldn't have ever been. Right. So. Okay. So my Florida man headline for the week, this one just caught my eye. I thought it was funny. Um, here's the headline. <laughs> Florida man pretends to be fireworks, screams noises in the middle of the night. What? <laughs> I swear that's the headline. Ooh. I was like, what? So, but then the headline's really funny. So I wrote, uh, went in and read the article and I guess um, there was a guy who was just aggravated with people setting off fireworks early because uh, it is legal down here in Florida to shoot off fireworks mm-hmm. uh, but it's uh, the the days you're supposed to do it is only New Year's Eve New Year's Day and uh, July 4th day like not before or after but people were setting them off a few days ahead of time and he got mad at his his uh, solution or counteraction to that was to stand outside in the middle of the night and scream firework noises. <laughs> like, yeah, how do you like that? It's annoying, Ooh. isn't it? Quit doing it in the middle of the night. That is hilarious. But <laughs> I mean, like, unless he had like a microphone or something, it probably wasn't that loud or like a, even like a megaphone. But I, maybe he did. I, I don't know. 
I thought it was funny. It says because they they captured him on a security video. It must have been in like a, a condo or you know apartment complex, something somewhere where there was security video, and he was screaming like firecracker, firecracker, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. The people oh, in Florida just do do some crazy stuff. Um, That's hilarious. And it was you know Fourth of July. I had to to pick that one. That was pretty funny. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I don't know. Next week might have uh, or. We won't be here next week, but the following week, we'll, we'll I might have some uh, crazy hurricane party stories. We'll see because Floridians like to get down with the hurricanes. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> and it's going to be interesting because we have a record number of people that this is their first year or maybe even their first month in Florida, and they've never been through any of these storms down here. Um, so we'll see how that happens. You know, I saw a meme the other day that said, um, please, God, send a hurricane to Florida so that these new people will leave. <laughs> get scared and leave oh, i thought that was funny that's um, so we'll see how they fare through it but yeah her uh floridians people that are native down here or whatever they, they we don't we're not really scared of the hurricanes we they they have hurricane parties they get ready to ride it out you know right. so it's just another storm i mean it's we have afternoon showers that rival hurricanes <laughs> pretty much daily pretty much the, the, the difference is is that instead of lasting 15 minutes, it could last five hours. So there is right. a difference, but we're, we're used to this. This is what Florida, this is what we deal with these. It's a, our price, like I told Rebecca earlier, the price to pay to live in paradise. Yep. <laughs> so, oh goodness. All right, guys. Um, so we're going to leave you with a, our house, house wives recommend our, our famous segment that I know has changed <laughs> so many lives and you guys just <laughs> Wouldn't know what to do without it. <laughs> I mean, we're it's a public service and we're happy it to do really it. It really is. It really is. So you're welcome. No, I'm yep. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. So we, we were thinking, and this week we decided maybe we'd give you guys um, one of our favorite recipes for the summer, something that, you know, it's uh, when it's hot during the summer and people don't want to stay you know, with a bunch of heat in the kitchen. So um, we figured we'd go with that this week. So what you got, Rebecca? All right, something I like to do every once in a while, and I don't do it often because my husband doesn't really like salads as a main, as a, as a meal, but occasionally when it is hot, I like to make a buffalo chicken salad. So um, just, you know, your basic salad greens, you know, whatever salad ingredients you like, and then take some, you can either buy like buffalo chicken bites from the freezer section, or you can grill some chicken and toss it in some buffalo sauce, however you want to do it, slap it on your salad greens, add some ranch, and you have the flavor of buffalo wings, which, you know, who doesn't love those, um, with the coolness of the salad and not having to heat up the oven. That's great. Um, mm, yum. I love buffalo chicken, man. It's like my favorite thing. Oh, I buffalo, love it. Buffalo Any chicken. Form. Is amazing. I love. I, I'm the the same way with that. I absolutely love anything buffalo chicken. It's great. I put Yum. buffalo buffalo sauce. Or you know what's really great? And this kind of I'll talk about. Have you ever tried buffalo shrimp? Yes, girl. Have uh, you had buffalo grouper? Yeah, actually, I have Ooh, from Frenchies in Clearwater. Ooh, oh my stuff. gosh, you know Frenchies? <laughs> yes, I love I love Frenchies. Oh. <laughs> Their she crab soup is to die for. That's where I, I went there on my birthday. Like we were, we were up in Georgia and um, that weekend and we came back down and that was my only request is I wanted to go. We drove from Georgia 
back down here, got dressed and went to Frenchie so I could get she crab soup for my birthday. Yum. Like that was what I wanted. And it is so amazing. I'm so glad somebody else knows Frenchie's. Yes. We love it. That's amazing. Love um, it. So I've got uh, a couple of different uh, suggestions. Um, one of the things that, that I like to eat when it's hot outside is cocktail shrimp. Um, mm. You know, because you eat them cold, you can just buy them already cooked and cold with some, some cocktail sauce and you can pair some other, you know, uh, cold sides with it. So maybe uh, a side salad or, or something to go with it. But also there was this recipe and I'm trying to find it and I wish I would have thought about it earlier um, that I found from, e it was Ina Garten's recipe. Um, and I think it was a barley shrimp cold salad. And that was one of the best things that I'd ever had. Now you do have to, to, to cook the barley. Um, it might not have been barley. Maybe it was something else. See, I can't even remember, but it was this, <laughs> it was a, it was a grain like that. And, um, you had cold shrimp in it and it had like lemon juice and all these different seasonings in it. And it was really, really good. So some kind of cold salad like that, or, uh, just the, the cocktail shrimp, man, you know, mm -hmm. That's um, I'd also say, one of the, the things that I like to do during the summer a lot is either use my crock pot or my um, Instant Pot mm -hmm. um, because you don't have to use the oven or you don't have right. to, to turn on the stove and it you can throw it in there with the crock pot. You can just dump it in there and forget it, let it cook all day. And yeah. if you ran out, ran out of time and you forgot to, <laughs> to put it on in the morning, <laughs> you pull out your Instant Pot. And I mean, you can cook a roast in the Instant Pot in 90 minutes versus yeah. eight hours. Yeah, that's um, amazing. Yes, you can do so much. I, I made a roast in the crock pot yesterday and it's so much easier. You throw it in in the morning. You don't got to worry about it. You're not getting all hot in the kitchen. I swear down here in Florida, it doesn't matter. I can have an air crank down to a ridiculous temperature and it'd be cold in the house, but you get in the kitchen and start cooking in the summer and you are just sweating. Yeah. It's yeah. hot. And it's just, you know, you don't really want to spend time cooking, Yeah, especially hot stuff in the summer. You know, you want to maybe grill or yeah something like that. But like the crock pot is great because you throw something in there, you go do something fun with the kids or take them to the pool or whatever. And you come home and dinner is quick and easy. Yeah, I will. So I will say one of my favorite things to cook in the crock pot is a Mississippi pot roast. Have you ever tried that? Oh, I love it. That's my favorite mm, kind of roast. That's my favorite kind of roast too. It's so good. I did a traditional pot roast yesterday for the first time in a long time, just because I hadn't done it in a while, but the Mississippi pot roast, if you guys mm -hmm. don't know what that is, it's so easy and it's so good. You just get, yeah. you get a you get a chuck roast, uh, butter, a ranch seasoning packet, an au jus seasoning packet, and some pepperoncinis. You throw that all together and let it cook for six to eight hours. And I promise you, you are going to have the best, most tender, best flavored roast you'll ever eat in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, I am not even kidding. That thing is, it is so, so worth good. it. So if good. If you haven't tried it, try it. You won't regret it. Definitely. Just Google it up, Mississippi pot roast. Yeah, but yes, it's, it's, simple, it's super, it's so super good. popular. And I remember looking at it for a long time before I tried it. I'm like, I don't know about that combination of flavors or <laughs> if my family would like it. You know, it sounded good to me because you put ranch seasoning in anything and I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do it. I, uh, speaking of buffalo chicken, I do buffalo chicken in the instant pot too. Throw some chicken in there, a uh, little bit of butter and some um, of the Frank's buffalo Frank's sauce. Mm -hmm. Yep. Put that in there and you let it cook for however long. I think it's like six minutes for the chicken. And then when it's done, you shred it and you add, uh, I will usually add some cream cheese and some ranch seasoning powder to it and then more buffalo sauce if you want it. I usually opt to not do that and let people add more to their uh, heat level liking. Mm -hmm. right. um, but it's so simple and it's so good. We throw that on a bun. Oh my gosh. Oh, so good. Oh, that is, I, I could just tell you all these. I love the Instapot. I'm an Instapot 
fan. <laughs> Definitely. Very cool. So, um, I can't wait till football season with you guys to give you all my football food recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm just warning you guys ahead of time. And we're about to wrap this up. I'm warning you guys ahead of time when football season happen happens, you guys are going to be hearing a lot about football. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I am a big fan. Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year. We have got an excellent team and I'm really excited to see what happens. And it's looking good for Tampa Bay again. Um, our hockey team looks like they may win the Stanley Cup again. Um, so you will be hearing about sports for me. Yay, sports ball. Yay, sports ball. Well, <laughs> speaking of sports ball, I I'm, don't talk about sports that much. But let me just say that a couple of weeks ago, my alma mater, Wingate University, won the Division II College World Series. We are the national champions in Division II. Yay, that that's awesome. So cool. It was so much. It was, they streamed it online. So we were able to watch it. It was just, it was so much fun to watch. It was so cool. And it was only the second national championship we've ever won. We won um, men's soccer a few years ago, but very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I, we can talk about sports ball anytime that you'd like. <laughs> I don't even, <laughs> I don't even watch hockey, but I've just been, I've been watching the, the scores with the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Cause you cannot, you cannot drive a block around here without seeing a go bolt sign somewhere. Right. I mean, it, it is everywhere. So I've been paying attention because they made it to the finals again. There's literally four games left. They have to win one more game. They've won, uh, it's three, one right now. They have to win one more game and we win the Stanley cup for the second year in a row. That's and, that, awesome. and that's what kicks it off. You know, that's what kicked it off last year. And the Tampa Bay Rays were in the world series. We didn't right. win, but we, we, uh, were in the world series. And then of course, um, the Buccaneers won the super bowl for the first time in forever as the first year, they weren't a joke. So right. <laughs> I was really excited. Cause I've been having, I've been watching uh, Buccaneers games for 15 years and watching them lose is painful. Right. So, I mean, I used to, we'd sit down to watch the game and I'd be like, okay, here we go. Let's get, watch them lose once again. <laughs> and then I had this like secret love for Tom Brady. Like I would, uh, if, if I was watching any game and the Patriots were playing, I was like rooting for them, you know, because I just really like Tom Brady. So when Tom Brady came to the Buccaneers, it was like the perfect marriage. And mm -hmm. then I, then I moved to Tampa and I was like, this is just fate happening all at the same time. <laughs> so Ooh. It was funny. We were dri uh, driving down the road the other day, coming back from the beach, and there was this Roy Royals Royce. Gosh, I can't talk today. Hard to Come say. Yes, yeah, coming down the road, and everyone's like, "Look, it's Tom Brady!" And I was, I was so mad at them. The guy, the car passed. I was like, "That is not Tom Brady." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, I figured it was one of the Buccaneers because you don't just drive a car like that. It's expensive." I'm like, "Do not tease me again." <laughs> I would chase that car down and demanded an autograph. Yeah. crazy fangirl hair anyways well um like i said we won't we won't be here next week we've got some uh, things to take care of but we'll be back at it the, the next week um if you guys have any tips or any things you want us to talk about if you'd like to come on the show and be a guest um talk about things ahead of midterm elections um or again if you're a constitutional scholar or know a lot about the constitution you want to come on and talk about the what ifs and the ins and outs of what would happen if our nation was to ever to face a constitutional crisis and how we would move forward and deal with that please reach out to us you can uh email us at patriothousewives at gmail.com info at newrightnetwork.com um, find us on our patriot housewives facebook group or um either one of us on our personal social media i'm at macarose taylor and rebecca at rebecca j horvath so you can find us there we'd love to hear from you guys um and until next time 
you guys stay safe and um, go out and get ready to vote in your local elections. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. All of this is possible because of New Right Network. I want to tell you about NRM Plus. It's our premium membership for New Right Network. You can support us and conservative independent media for just $9.95 a month or $79.95 a year. If you like what we're doing, head over to www.nrnplus.com to subscribe. That's www.nrnplus.com or make any donation in any amount at nrnplus.com forward slash product forward slash support. That's nrnplus.com forward slash P-R-O-D-U-C-T forward slash S-U-P-P. O-R-T.